Hey there, Podcast That Pays listener. It's Angie here, and I never do this, and I'm so excited to introduce to you my first ever guest on Podcast That Pays, so you know that this is a special moment. I have none other than the amazing, fun, lovely, bubbly, beautiful Michelle Kanan, who is the creator of uh, her own podcast called Women Healing. Michelle was one of my clients going through one of my programs, and I was just so inspired by the way that she showed up for her podcast, so inspired by her message and what she does for women and what she stands for. And I wanted to share some gems with you about her podcast launch If you are sitting in the wings waiting to get your podcast launched, if you are wondering what is possible for you in your podcast launch, this episode is for you. So without further ado, let me introduce you to this beautiful, amazing woman who absolutely rocked the shit out of her podcast launch. And I'm so proud of her. And I am so thrilled to bring her here for you to listen to. And I can't wait for you to tune into this. What's up? I'm Angie, and you are listening to Podcast That Pays, the podcast for online business owners who want to grow their business and sell their offers using podcasting. If you like no fluff, tell it like it is advice from a marketing-loving podcast agency owner, you are in the right place. So glad you're here. Let's dive in. So, hey, Michelle. Hey, girl. (laughs) Today, everyone, we have the lovely Michelle here with us. And I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. It's Kanan, right? Michelle Kanan? Oh, I'm saying it right. Yes, you I'm are. Most right. Americans yeah. do not say it correctly. I'm not you know, no, you know yeah. why I know how to, I, you know, I know how to say it right because your podcast, which is what we're here okay. to talk about. And <laughs> so I just wanted to have you on here to highlight how amazing your podcast is. We're going to talk about podcast things. So first, tell us a little bit like what you do, like two seconds. I don't want to hear your whole life story. Oh, wait, wait. I literally just rewrote my, my bio. Hold on one second. I'm saying it right. Literally, I was like, why am I doing this right now? I know why. Can I read it to you? Yes, go ahead. Read it. Belle Kinnan is the have it all queen, a mentor and wild feminine embodiment coach for driven women who want the best in life, marriage, career, and motherhood. No compromises in the easiest, most fun, and pleasurable way possible. I love it. And Michelle has a podcast, and we are here to talk about all the things to highlight your podcast, but also I loved your story of how this came to be. And then also I, in my opinion, which my humble little opinion of, and I've launched lots and lots of podcasts and had lots and lots of clients and students. You have had one of the best podcast launches. I know that you've seen me like cheering you on and gassing you up through your podcast launch. And I don't know if you thought that that was just because like, I liked you extra special and I was just trying to be nice, but it's actually because I thought you did like a brilliant job. So we're here to talk 
And hopefully people who are listening to this who are maybe dragging their asses on their podcast or not sure that they can do it or whatever those things are that are going through their minds, that they can maybe get some clarity and maybe feel a little bit better around the process and maybe like light a fire under their ass. So I want to ask you this. What made you want to start a podcast? Uh, I love to talk and I love to listen to myself talk. (laughs) No, I think what really was important for me is I have a successful coaching practice, which I love so much, but where my work got to, I realized that I needed to reach more people, more women. And the marketing that I've built has been an entirely on social media. And I realized that I wanted to expand that. I don't want to have to be chained to Facebook or making Facebook posts every day. And I've really entered an era where like, I never set out to be an online coach. I like a few months ago was like, wait a minute, I'm an online coach. And I did it because like when I got pregnant, I didn't want to have to leave my kid at home and then the pandemic and stuff like that. But I'm really entering my thought leadership era and having the podcast, having this place where I could really share these big ideas and reach a whole new audience of people and literally be in their ears. I'm not into podcasts so much myself, but the feedback that I've gotten from so many women is like, oh, you're in my ear. I'm listening to you talk. I'm taking a walk. I'm listening to Michelle. I'm having a conversation with you. Yeah. It was all those, those different kinds of things. I love it. So here's the things I heard you say. I want to repeat for everyone who's listening, the whole concept of building just on social media and being in the social media hamster wheel. I think we could all relate to that. And that's something that I talk about all the time. And this was part of, I was telling you, I was recording a podcast episode last night and I got a little like preacher Ange. I was talking about a parable in the Bible about building your house on quick on sand versus like on a solid foundation. And I was like, the social media is the sand. Uh, So anyway, that's one. And that's a really valid, lots of people feel this. And I think it's really important to have something outside of just social media and it's social media. Like it's beautiful. That's how we know each other. I love that I've connected with so many people, but also it is like a continual, we got so wrapped up in it because we get such instant feedback from it. It's like those dopamine hits that we've gotten from it that everyone abandoned the way that we have built businesses online for years before, which were things like blogs and SEO and building your email list, like those really core foundational pieces that are like, what's going to carry you through if you can't get up every day and <laughs> and post on social media or like things happen in your life, right? Or you just get burnt out from it. And podcasting is included in that. So I love that you said that. And then the other thing I heard you say was uh, you wanted to reach a new audience. Hmm. And I think that that's really important. And I think what's interesting too is People who listen to podcasts are a different type of person. And if you look statistically at who is listening to podcasts, these people are typically like a more sophisticated, usually more ambitious type of person. And so I love that for a, for a lot of reasons, especially as a business owner and looking for other business owners and people who are wanting to buy my stuff. I think that a lot of people, a lot of people's audience exists on podcast apps. 
And then the third thing that I love that you said is you wanted to expand your thought leadership. And this also ties back to the social media thing too, because it's so hard sometimes. And, and when I get behind this microphone, it's, I, I really do love it. And it's a much more, a pure way to really express yourself and your ideas and your thoughts and, and really expand versus on social media, people are teaching, you got to have this hook and this is how you have to structure this. And you're competing for people to even see you in the algorithm. And it's just, it's not as like when you get here behind the microphone, the way that you get to express yourself and connect with your people is just on another level. And I'm sure that you have like already experienced that by the feedback you're getting. Like people are like, I got Michelle with me as I'm walking and doing this. Like people actually feel, and it's weird because you recorded this alone at home <laughs> and then it's like, but the, it, it's way more intimate. People feel way more connected to you through this platform. So I really love that. So tell me how, how long did it take you from idea when did you want to start a podcast to when you finally got it fucking launched? <laughs> I mean, I knew for a while that I wanted to, and I bought what your one of your courses to do it. But the way that I work best is um, like bouncing off of somebody. And so when you offered that like 30 days to press play, I was like, all right, we're doing this. Like, I'm ready. I'm here to do it. And after that, it was just like, I'm in. And, and I, I don't think I knew fully what I was getting into because, <laughs> you know, like launching an entire season, 12 episodes at once, like everyone's like, how was your summer? I was like, it was intense. I, <laughs> but it, it like super, super paid off because just working with you, giving me the structure, helping me with titles. Like, I don't know, you just, you made it and even the marketing of it, like you just laid out this really simple way and plan. And I just knew what I needed to do and I just committed to doing it. So I guess it was a couple months in total of, of everything. And it feels, I'm really, really, really proud of myself. And it, and the launch was insane. And, and one of the other things I just didn't expect is all of the, not only the way that people wanted to leave me reviews and were like excited about this podcast, but the conversations that I've been having with people in my world, actual, like not just social media people, but like friends that they didn't want to engage in like my social media or my stuff, but like I would get text messages and get questions and I'm listening to this episode and like, you know, it's, it's almost like women that I was like, I know that you're going to want to work with me one day. And now that the podcast came out, like the conversations are starting the curiosity. Oh, we were listening to it in the car. I was listening to it on my walk. Like it's, it's been very, very interesting and surprising for me. I love that. I always love to hear how people feel after they finally launched. And there always is this sense of pride. You know, it's like you birthed the baby. <laughs> like you birthed, you brought something really cool into the world. And it's really interesting to to hear from people what things were unexpected that happened through that launch. Like you thought you were just launching a podcast, but here's all the other things that have happened. So I love to hear that. What do you feel like were in the process, some of your biggest struggles in the process were my biggest struggles. Um, I don't know. 
I don't actually know. You made it really, really easy. <laughs> like, I just loved having, being able to ping off of you and the other people that were like making their podcasts and that you were there to help me. Like, I, I'm a perfectionist. So it was these little things mm. like, what's this, what's this title going to be, you know, or like, is this the right way? I just, I just needed you there to hold my hand to tell me that I was brilliant. Give me yeah. gold stars just so that I could like keep going through. I, I just think I was smart to hire you to work with me. <laughs> all the, I didn't have all the resources that you gave me. I would have told you a bunch of struggles that I would have. Oh. And probably it would be like, I'm not doing a good job. Am I doing good enough? How is this supposed to be a funnel? Like, but you, I'm, I, I don't mean to turn this into an advertisement, <laughs> but like, I was a really smart, it was a really smart thing that I did to, to work with you on this. And yeah, it was just about just doing, doing the work, making the time to record the episodes and just like, get it all out there, I think. Yeah. So you heard it here, folks, like just hire me and you won't have any struggles, but <laughs> So just coming from the perspective of helping of helping you through this process, the perfectionism thing is something that is super real for a lot of people. A lot of people have this apprehension because you just don't know what you don't know. This is your first time doing something like this. It can be intimidating or it can feel like, you know, you really feel passionate about it. So you want to put something out there that's like really quality and just having me there to be like, look, this is, this is good. I mean, and I was, I was your biggest cheerleader because you really have a brilliant mind and like what you talk about is really great. Like it wasn't just because. So, so I think for anyone who is struggling with that perfectionism or like scared to, who's not working with me, what would you say to that person who's in that place of like, okay, what, what do I think this title should be? Like, since you've gone through the process and from what you've learned, what would you say to that person who feels a little bit apprehensive about putting these things out here that aren't necessarily perfect or not knowing for sure if they're just quite right or if they're going to land? Like, what would you say to those people? I mean, I guess it depends where you are in your business. And maybe if you're in the beginning, it's just a matter of like something I had to learn about progress, not perfection and just getting it out there. But if you have a running business, my recommendation would be to make the investment to work with an expert. I mean, Angie, you know, I've already like significantly made back my investment from working with you and another sales call just booked with me for next week, like a call. A quote unquote, cold person. So that's the way that I think about my business is I'd rather hire the genius that's going to make sure that everything's popping because I know that it's going to pay off in the end. And I know for me, I would block myself if I didn't know what the title was, if I didn't know how to, how to organize my episodes, like those were just be all things that would get in my way. But that's, yeah. that's mastery. You know, that's just yeah. how I work. I, lo I love that. That's such a good point for everything in our business. If you are really in a place in your business and serious about what you're doing, hire the person that's going to get you to the place that you're wanting to go, like hire the person. And I love that you said this, like you've already made back your investment. That makes me feel so good, but it's true. So many people are like that. Even people who hire me for full service production who pay $5,000 to get their first season. Like a lot of people, that's one client. They close yeah. one client and that's paid for their like experience working with me. And you can, when you go through the steps, like what I teach, you can a thousand percent do that. So what do you think it is just from the people who are from making back your investment or 
um, the people who are, you know, wanting to work with you and get on calls with you, what do you, what are they saying? What do you think it is about the podcast or what is attracting them? What are they coming to work with you for? Like, what, what do you feel like that connection is for them and what's making them come to work with you now? Honestly, I think it's the format. Like I, when I was launching the podcast, it was really cool because it gave me the opportunity to have a lot of, or start a lot of conversations with people that weren't just like, by my course, you know, and I was really surprised because I've done free offers before and things like that. But I was really surprised with the level of like receptivity and just the overall excitement. Everyone's like, oh, a podcast. Cool. Like I really had no idea. And everybody was like, yeah, I'll leave a review. Yeah. I love to listen to it. It was just, there was so much yes. And it was, I was like, so exciting. And in some of those conversations that I was having with people, I learned a lot about like, honestly, the distrust that a lot of people have with the online coaching space, you know, mm. and like, and people that don't like to hang out on Facebook. And when you're an online coach, you, there's definitely a bubble <laughs> that you're like existing in. But a lot of people just like, they don't have time for that. They're not interested. There's people out there that are, you know, you can position yourself in any way in social media, but you don't know if it's true or not, or like if the receipts are there or not. And something about having a podcast or that kind of format, there's a whole other audience of people out there that, that just like really, really like it. And that it's like just part of their media consumption habits and and again, like I, you know, the way that I operate, I have ADHD, so it's hard for me to do something and listen to something simultaneously. But for a lot of people, that's not true at all. They'll be listening to the podcast. They're like, I don't commute. A lot of people do. They're listening to a podcast or they'll listen while they're cleaning or they'll listen while they go on a walk or work out or something like that. And when you're on social media, everything's like pinging and notifications and videos. And it's just, it's just easier. Like, like I had one, one client tell me because I launched a video series a few months prior and she would take it with her on walk. She was a, she's a distance runner. And she said it was so annoying because anytime she'd turn off the phone to put it in her pocket, the videos would stop. So literally she's doing like 20 mile runs, holding her phone <laughs> open so that it would play. And she's like, I don't have to do that with a podcast. And I'm sending it to all my friends. That was another thing that was really interesting for me. How easy, like people share podcasts with each other and listen to episodes. I feel like I am privy to a whole new culture that I did. I didn't know <laughs> about. So that was all just super exciting. Yeah. Hey, if you're listening to this and you're thinking to yourself, I really need to up my podcasting game or you want to start utilizing your show more for your business to get more leads and sell more offers, then I want you to come over to podcastthatpays.com and check out the podcast collab lab. That's podcastthatpays.com and check out what we're doing over there. I would love you to join us. Okay, back to the show. Yeah. I think because what's so powerful about that is that it's a it's a trust thing. It's a connectivity thing. Like people trust anytime someone I find it it's super interesting. Anytime someone is looking for a new podcast to listen to, you know what they do? They ask their friends. They go mm -hmm. on Facebook and they say, What are you guys listening to right now? Like that is how people are listening and looking for new things because that they it's this trust factor or this like 
they feel connected to this. And so they're sharing and people trust that this person who is sharing that the thing, that it must be good or whatever. So I do love that. And it is a whole community and people will rally around your podcast in community. You can a thousand percent build community around your podcast. And for you, that's like next steps. Now that you've launched, it's like, how do you double down on this community, this new thing that you've built? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just thinking like, I am already thinking, okay, I need to book a conversation with you to talk about like, what's next. Like I already, it's also amazing because we're already using it in my so in my marketing and my social media marketing or as like engagement posts or hand raising posts, I just have this endless content <laughs> source from all of this audio. And vi- I also recorded on video too. So um, yeah, it's, it's, but I, I want to know, okay, like it's been a month, right. And I have, wait, I have to count the numbers. I, I already booked a five figure client, like, you know, so let's go, like, let's double down. Like, how do I get more people listening to, to this and, and get those conversations going? Yeah. And, and, and and at this stage in my business, I'm doing what you were saying about like SEO and searchability and I'm building my website. Mm -hmm. And so having that be like part of the plan. Yeah. I definitely, I love that. Like that is the best, (laughs) that's the best feeling. I've definitely had people come straight to my inbox from my podcast. Like I literally, and I know you, I'm completely sold. You don't have to sell me anything. I just have one question about working together. <laughs> I'm like, okay, like never ever was on my radar before. Didn't even know this person existed in my world. That's what they're, happened. They're a hundred percent ready. And it's because of the way that we structure like what you to what you said, the way we structure the content, the way we structure the episodes, the way you structured your launch. I think that it's like, I don't think, like I know that's why we structure it that way for a reason. <laughs> and I'm always telling people, I'm like, if you just listen to me, like you can do what you want to do, but if you want to get XYZ results, like if you want the same results as Michelle, like you should actually listen, you should actually like (laughs) do the things like launch it all at one time. Like let's, let's go. And the clients, like the people that are having these conversations, like they're, they're dream people. It's not like, um, you know, like when you have a business, you think about like your dream client or like who you really want to work with. It's not everybody that's having, it's like, it's, it's this certain caliber or there's just like certain things that they're doing professionally. Like, I am just like impressed that this, <laughs> you know, that this is who's sliding into my DMs. And I, I really, I know why you wanted to have me on because I just have nothing but good things to yeah. say. Well, we did together, but truly I just really yeah. mean all of it. Yeah. And like, I love that point too, about who is sliding into your DMs. And I will tell you, so for anybody listening also, you should go listen to Michelle's podcast because like you are brilliant and what you say is really, really good. And I was talking to somebody the other day. I saw a girl on Facebook and she wrote this post in this group and she's just like, it just seems like I'm always creating content, but I can't grow my audience no matter what. And like, so I just feel discouraged. Everybody else can do it. I can't do it. And I just clicked over to her profile and looked at her content and I was like, well, your content sucks. Like, that's literally why. Please tell me you said that, Angie. (laughs) I did not say it. I said it in my head. But I was like, that's why it's not growing. Like, there really is something to say for having really good content. And a lot of people, when it comes to your podcast, it's really about marrying what feels good and feels exciting for you to talk about 
and what your people need to hear to move them through to the next step. So it's cool to come on your podcast. A lot of people, when they approach podcasting, are just like, this is the place. I just want to talk about everything. And I'm a podcast coach, but I just want to talk about all things in business and what goes wrong and all of that. And I'm like, please stop. Like, let's try to find a happy medium of those two things because when you do it right and you're positioned in the right way and you're able to attract the right people and you have that really laser focused content there, like mm -hmm. it's, it is so, it can be so powerful and you need that when you're first starting out. And then maybe down the road you can expand and you can talk about different things, but you really need to hone in that content in the beginning. Like you really got to rein it in and be really intentional with it. And so I'm happy to hear that that's paid off for you. Percent. If I didn't work with you, I would have been on like a million tangents. Just straight up the way that you organized everything from the worksheets to organizing the different episodes and the calls to action. It was completely invaluable. And I've had, here's the thing. I, I, I'm sure we talked about, it. I had a podcast before uh, I had it like five years ago and it was a quote unquote successful podcast in terms of like listenership. And just, I had really cool guests on with big audiences. That was my strategy, like to have, I mean, interesting people that then I could leverage their audiences. I never made a dime from that podcast. So that's why I said, quote unquote, successful, because what's your success metrics? Like, what are you trying to do? And that was a fun experience, but I didn't have the understanding or the mind for how to fold it into my business and how to have it be part of a funnel and bring new clients in. You providing that is just, it was just priceless for this. Yeah. And and most people who start their podcast are not thinking about it in that way or don't think that it's even possible. So I'll have people who come to me and they're like, so I know that from my podcast, I probably just need to get people on my email address because you don't really sell from your podcast, right? And I'm like, well, you ain't gonna sell if you don't be like clearly you're not gonna sell anything if you don't if you don't think you could sell. And so most people don't approach it that way because what we have what we have seen and heard for, about podcasts is that you get sponsors, you get a whole bunch of downloads, and then you make your money from getting sponsorships. And so when I came, you know, on the scene or like, I'm like, hey, look, when I first started my podcast, I got, I got my very first client from a, a podcast when I started my life coaching business. So like, you can do this with a really small audience. I saw how people were so connected to me and how people were just like, oh my God, I listened, I binge your podcast and this thing that you said really helped me in XYZ area of my life. Like I saw the impact of it. And I saw that people were people I've never even known in my life. Like my first client came out of nowhere. I had no idea who she was. And she was just in my inbox. I binge your whole podcast and I'm ready to work with you. I think you're the person that can help me. And it was yeah. just beautiful. And so that's literally what happened. <laughs> literally yeah. What and people don't think that that is that that can happen. But what it is, is that you just have to be really intentional about creating that. And you know, when you don't create that and you have this podcast that's sitting over here and you could probably attest to this where it's this passion project. It is a cool experiment. It's like something you have enjoyed doing. Right. After a while, you burn out on it because eventually it's this separate thing from your business. You don't, it's not bringing you any ROI. You're spending time, energy, money, maybe on it. And it's not yielding those results. And so that's a big reason why a lot of people quit podcasting. So it's like, you got to marry that, get you some results, get you your money back with 
being able to be passionate about what you're talking about. And I have to say, I was talking to an <clears throat> old coach of mine and I was telling her about the podcast that I was launching and she was like, oh, well, I'll be, and she's a, she's a business strategist. So she was like, well, I'll be interested to see because usually podcasts don't convert because you don't get people's email addresses and you don't capture data and you don't, and I was, and I was like feeling a little bit like, oh, you know, but sorry, like (laughs) (laughs) when it works, it works. And, And you are really teaching a system that is working. And it's like, it's high intent people that are ready to do, like, they don't want to sit on my email list. They're like, I want to book a call. You hit the nail on the head. I feel like you are speaking to me. And then, and everything is there and they're binging it. And I can tell them my methodology. It's not like I'm just, I'm only a relationship coach or I'm only one thing. Like I'm teaching a a real holistic life approach that covers career and motherhood and relationship. And they're getting the full picture. I'm speaking to somebody specific that's going through all of those things. And it just, and then I'm it literally in their ear, like literally here, it, it, like in their brain. Um, I feel like diabolic. I feel like this, right? <laughs> no, no, it's true because, and I I've said this, I did an interview with one of my clients who is a hypnotherapist and she was talking about podcasting and she was like, well, when I created my new season, I literally scripted out every single word because I know how powerful that words are and audio is. And I don't want to misstep and say anything and get into people's psyche like the wrong thing. And I was like, holy shit, like we're like hypnotizing people with our with our podcast audio, but it's really true. Yeah, doing it for good, right? <laughs> doing it for good. Okay, so tell me about your so so the thing I really was impressed with your actual launch and how committed you were to it, how much you showed up for it. It's really a testament. I was like, let me take screenshots of everything Michelle is doing. Let me highlight her. I'm going to put the links to her in my membership and everywhere. Like everybody go look at what Michelle is doing. If you needed validation, like here I am to give it to you. A plus all the gold stars, you knocked it out of the park. So tell me about your launch. What did you do for your launch? How did you stay committed and and stay in it and follow through with everything because you did an amazing job and what kind of results, exciting things that happened from in your launch week? So sorry to make this like the I love Angie episode, but I love Angie (laughs) because you literally (laughs) gave us a Trello board of like what to do and one of the reasons I loved it so much because it was literally just one thing a day and it's so easy to on social media feel like you have to do all the things or do another post or is people seeing it or whatever. And I just decided to trust the process. You literally said exactly what to do and write every single day. I did one post a day and I sent it to my email list also. And then I slid into not just DMs, like I texted my friends. I told my community. And again, I have to say I was shocked by the receptivity, right? Because I'm promoting things all the time. I have a business, I'm selling programs, I'm, you know, and for some reason, like I just, and maybe, you know, the reason I didn't, because I just, I'm not as, as familiar as you are. Like everybody wanted to hear my podcast. Everybody was curious. Everybody wanted to leave a review. Everybody was excited about it. Like I thought it was going to be like the giveaway component or whatever, like, which that was great too. But 
you know, even I would tell people, oh, I'll buy you a cup of coffee for review. And they'd be like, that's fine. I don't mind. You don't have to send me a cup of coffee. Like, I'm happy to Aww. do it. I'm happy to listen. Like, seriously. And and now when I still post the reviews, as like part of my promo. People will DM me, that's my review. That's the one that <laughs> I left, you know? And I truly, I just really did not anticipate how everybody was just going to be such a yes. So supportive. I'm so excited for you. I just feel like maybe with a podcast, I don't have to, it's not a, a sell. Try this thing, sign up for mm-hmm. this thing, like join this thing. It's just me, you know, sharing something valuable. I don't, I don't, I don't fully even still know what the difference is. I think it has something to do with just the difference between being in social media. And I, I don't know, I still don't fully know. Maybe you could speak yeah. to it, more, but I was truly shocked and just in the best way possible. And everybody so I, so, and the more that I got that response, the more I was like, well, I'm going to send it to this person. I'm going to send <laughs> it to this person because who doesn't love hearing yes yeah. and excitement and, you know, and my family members even, and, and most of my family's blocked on my social media or they've blocked me on my social media. Cause they're like, I don't want to hear that, but they were genuinely curious and excited and proud. And I, I don't know, is this whole other, like, still I'm, I'm a bit like amazed by it. And just, it, 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 it was just just such a smart move for me to do that. But anyway, it all started with your plan. Like you told us exactly what to do. And by the way, for whoever's listening, I didn't hire Angie as like a one-on-one coach. Like I was part of a group format that she was doing. And, um, but everything, like you just laid it out and it was so simple. I knew what to do every day and I just did it. Yeah. Yeah, you did. You did. You executed, but I, I'm going to tell you why people like gravitated to it. (laughs) So number one, number one is something that we work on together and throughout your content and something that I talk about is leading with mission and talking about your mission. Oh, okay. Yeah. I hear that. And your mission is we can all relate to it. We can all get excited about it. We can all like you want women to be able to live these beautiful lives and have it all. And who? Who who doesn't want that? So true. Well, you'd you'd be surprised. The, I mean, I've heard. I don't want it all. I have enough already. I'm like, all right, you're not for me. <laughs> who doesn't have it all? I'm going through my like. I'm a, I'm about to enter into my Delulu era of life. I I, about my that. Delulu, just as delusional as I can be. That's how I want to. I want to be like go back to being a little girl who just thinks everything and anything is possible. And like, I want to grow up and be a mermaid. I'm going to be, right? that's what my daughter wanted to grow up and be when she was little. I have my daughter's in phase right now. <laughs> <or there. laughs> um, so number one, you led with mission and people were attracted to that, to that mission. And then something else I wanted to point out is that the way that like what you said about it being easy for people to get people to come to your podcast versus selling the thing is, and then also you said earlier, like people are coming to you and they're super warm. I tell everybody this all the time. Your podcast listeners are your warmest leads, period. Mm -hmm. They are ready to buy from you once they listen to your podcast. There's no better way to warm them up. And then if you think about what you said about how easy it is to get them to commit to coming to the podcast, like why not have this as a really big piece in your marketing? It's like, it's easy to commit to. People will do it versus sending them, you know, to this freebie thing over here. Like your podcast is your freebie and it's the best freebie that you can have because people are 
engaged. People are listening. People are taking you with them throughout their day and they're actually consuming your content because it's so accessible and they don't have to hold the phone open to watch the video. They can like put shit in their pocket and keep going about their business. Like, so it's a really powerful part of your, of your marketing. It can be. So you should a thousand percent incorporate it into your marketing. When people come into your world that are new, you should be funneling them through to your podcast. Like this is the, we need to talk you and me. That's the next yeah. thing. I, I feel like I did that launch and I was like, needed a breather and now I'm ready to keep it going. Yeah. Those results, I'm, I'm ready to do more yeah. with you. And then the other thing is what was interesting that you said is that your family and friends are people who weren't listening to you online or like you're shocked at how like they wanted to listen to the podcast or how they perceived it. People with podcasts, like people perceive people with podcasts on a different level of authority and credibility. It instantly boosts your credibility, your authority in that space, your thought leadership. It instantly increases that for whatever reason. It's like, you just, you're just talking on a mic, but it gives people this reverence for you in a way that's like, this person knows what they're talking about. This person, and then they they hear what you're saying. And especially people who aren't in the same space as like, like me, like business people, things like that. Like, especially for those people when you're selling to people that are just like, you know, normal people, not like we're not normal, but, uh, yeah. but yeah, yeah, exactly. But it does, it like sets you apart. It puts you in a different class. And so it's definitely the right step if you're wanting to become a speaker. If you want to speak on stages, this is, this is essentially like building your own stage. That's my next fate. My next season is all about building your own stage, Michelle. That's, you're going to love that's it. Where I'm going. We're, we're in the yeah. same. So, yeah. Like, I was into, um, I'm, I'm going to be working with like someone that's going to be pitching me for things. And she was saying, Oh, for speaker panels, we'll link to your podcast episode. Like Exactly. Exactly. You have to like those things that, that like gives you that additional credibility. If you're trying to get media, if you're trying to get, be a speaker, like this body of work is really your portfolio for those things. And it's also, you create your own stage. So you're your own, you're on your own stage, which is a great thing. Or you want to get a book deal. Like this is your body of work for that. And so I think that that's really great. So we're going to wrap this up here, but I want to know two more questions. Okay. What what would you do anything differently than what you did in this process? It, would I do anything differently? No, <laughs> I really wouldn't. I mean, like, look, I'm going to be transparent that it was a lot of work, but I, when I decide something, I see it through. And that's what, one of the reasons that I feel like I'm a successful person. If anything, I feel like I, I just would have, I would do more, would have immediately done more work with you on now that it's launched, like what's next. There was a little, there's been a gap, but again, I'm in trust that everything in perfect timing and I got to enjoy my summer and like that kind of stuff, you know, because I already have people asking me, did you record more episodes? Like what's next kind of thing, you know? So honestly, like, again, infomercial for Angie, you know, like <laughs> a really smart decision, you know, I'm at a stage where I know money is a renewable resource. Time is not. So just having you knowing exactly what to do. And, and also I was just in a really, I mean, I did a rebrand at the beginning of the year and I really solidified my methodology. I was ready to get this all out there. Like 
I was in the perfect place for me to do this. I'm not saying everybody needs to be there, but it was almost just like, I have to do this. Like, yeah, just, just do it, just go and do it. And now it's just going to be about how to leverage it even more. And like, and what comes next for those next level goals that I have for myself. So I don't really, I don't really have anything to say. Yeah. Like, I don't do regrets. That's one of my things. I don't do regrets. So. Don't regrets. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. Everything perfect, really. And what would you say to the person who's listening, who's either doesn't feel confident or dragging their ass on this or have, have this idea for years? What would you say to that person to help them like pull the trigger, like get it done? What would you say? I mean, the way that I operate, if anyone's into human design, I'm a generator and I'm a responder. I just need to ping off of somebody like hire somebody that, that you ping off of high, like to hire you hire somebody that knows exactly what to do. That is proven successful. That has clients that are making money off of their podcast and getting exactly what they want from the experience. I, you know, most of us, when you think about it, we're just alone in front of our computers all day long. And yeah having that experience of being able to work with somebody that knows what they're doing and, and get you going there. Like that, that's just the best thing. So put like investing in it, like doubling down and just deciding to yeah. do it that is literally it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that for multiple things also in our business. It's like invest in it, double down. I did an episode. Uh, I, I am in, about to move into this, like selling a program around podcast growth. And I was like, the truth about why your podcast isn't growing. And I was just like, it's because you aren't, you aren't invested in it. It's because you aren't actually doing the freaking things. It's a side piece. It's the side chick over here. So signing up for that program. So, you know, because, yeah, because that's true. Like literally right now I'm like, okay, what next? Like I launched it. I had the great launch. I know that it, it works within one month. There's like already income being made from it. I just need to know how to continue to leverage it even, even yeah. more. So yeah. even for me. So I'm just excited. <laughs> Do more of it. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, Michelle. I I promise I didn't um I, I wanted to get your take. I didn't know that the episode was gonna be a full on, full <laughs> testimonial of, at every corner. <laughs> but <Great>. thank you. <laughs> thank you for thank you for saying that. The moral of the story is just to hire Angie. That's the biggest takeaway that Michelle has of the yes. process. <laughs> and also that you can definitely make a lot of money and use your podcast as a funnel. And that's from somebody that had a podcast before and didn't know how to do that. And, and it's just, I, I really see it and understand it now in this whole other way. And I'm just, I'm really excited that I have it and that there's more for me to do with it. Yeah. I love that. So tell us now where we can find you. Tell us what your podcast is. I don't even think we said your podcast name, but don't worry. I'll add that in the beginning in the introduction <laughs> of this. So people will know they won't be sitting here wondering like, who's this Michelle? What's her podcast? The whole episode. I'll, I'll put that at the beginning, but tell us what your podcast is, where else we can find you and all of those things. Yes. So my podcast is called Women Healing and it's on Spotify, Apple, Google, and Audible actually, which is cool. And you can go to Have It All Queen in order to get next steps. And you can connect with me on Instagram, Michelle Kanan. And, and yeah, but I would just suggest listening to my podcast so I can seduce you into my evil <laughs> plans for you having everything that you want in life and feeling the absolute best. So if you want that, Women Healing is the podcast yeah, title. But- 
Yeah, I, I love that warning will make you want to buy my shit if you listen <laughs> <laughs> like some people might not want to listen because they're like scared some people are scared to have it all but that's another conversation but anyway thank you that's a Michelle. podcast episode probably right? it is that actually is you should write that one down you know I'm full of uh podcast episode ideas but yeah <laughs> all right thank you Michelle and thank you guys for being here and listening and I will see you guys in the next episode Hey, if you enjoyed the show, head over to podcastthatpays.com to get started on your way to creating a podcast that pays. And don't forget to follow this show and take a screenshot that you were listening and tag me on Instagram at Angie M. Jordan. I'd love to meet you and show you some love over there. Thank you so much for being here. I love you. Let's get this money.